it's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. Hello there. So the quest here is to get through a week of music history in less than 10 minutes. We will travel through the decades and the ages looking at the week from December 11th. This was the week, the song, I only think of Guinness when I hear it. There's an anniversary of an underappreciated Rolling Stone. You know, I never get any credit for doing anything in this band, but it was me that, that um, rather got Mick Taylor in this. And ooh, the only fruit bowl he wants to put his banana in. Actually a quote from who and why. This was Rachel's moment, a chance to answer those who say the marriage won't last. Let's fly through this week in music history. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. How do you feel about Benny Hill? Back in the day, I absolutely loved the Benny Hill show. It just made me laugh. Benny Hill was number one on the UK singles chart with his innuendo-laden novelty song, Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West, giving Benny his only number one, and it was the Christmas number one hit of 1971. How times have changed, because you'd never get away with this now. They were only loved a widow, a lady known as Sue. She lived all alone in Lily Lane at number 22. They said she was too good for him. She was ordy, proud and chic. But Ernie got his cocoa there three times every week. They called him Ernie. And he drove the fastest milk car in the West. Maybe it's just our part of the world being from Ireland and Guinness also being from Ireland. But Perez Prado made this song very, very famous. He was born this week in 1916, but Guinness used it for an advertising campaign that was highly successful in our part of the world. And now every time I hear it, all I think of is the black stuff. This week in 1970, The Doors played what would be their last ever live show with Jim Morrison. They played a venue in New Orleans and it was called The Warehouse. Bit of a dodgy old place by all accounts. Once inside, the whole world was shut off out there and this was a different atmosphere, right? And for some reason you didn't have to worry about the police. I don't know, I always call it like a big dope den. In 1985 this week, we said goodbye to the Scottish keyboard player, Ian Stewart. He was a co-founder of the Rolling Stones. He played on all of the albums between 64 and 1983. He also played piano on Led Zeppelin's Rock and Roll and Boogie with Stu on Physical Graffiti. But he was one of those heads that always felt he never got the credit he deserved. Well, if I didn't like him, I wouldn't have got him. I never get any credit for doing anything in this band, but it was me that that um, rather got Mick Taylor in this. I mean, there wasn't really very many choices. It was going to be him, and my other choice was Ronnie Woods at the at the time. So Ronnie Lane said, oh, for Christ's sake, don't pinch him. He's a, uh, you know, we need him sort of thing. And so I then thought about Mick Taylor, and, and Jagger didn't even realise who he was. This week back in 1966, Jimi Hendrix was making his television debut on the ITV. Great record, actually. It's called Hey Joe by the Jimi Hendrix Experience. 
This week in 1999, Happy Mondays singer Sean Ryder was ordered to pay 160 grand to his ex-management team. Why? Well, a dispute in his contract. Ryder said he was so high after a joint, he didn't bother to read any of the small print and the court was told that the contract had done his nut in. <laughs> you see, the thing was, there was none. There was none of this with us. There was no, hey, let's get a job as well as doing this. Because if it doesn't work, we've always got this to be backed up, and we'll, we'll get this career going in that, and then we'll we'll make this pay for that while we finance our being in a band. So you had to be at your band, you know. 24-7, and there was no, I'm going off to work shifting that thing there, you know, to, to a, it was like, we're into it. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. It was this week back in 1999 that Paul McCartney appeared at the Cavern Club in Liverpool in front of 300 people with Pink Floyd's David Gilmore, Deep Purple drummer Ian Pace, and the legendary Mick Green, formerly of Johnny Kidd and the Pirates. This was McCartney's last gig of the millennium. Bit of a guilty pleasure, this one. I love, love, love big band stuff. In 1944, the big band musician, arranger, composer and band leader Glenn Miller was killed when his aircraft disappeared over the English Channel. He was on his way to entertain troops and never made it. And you know what? Never found either. In 79, The Clash gave us their third studio album, London Calling. Mick Jones here on working with Joe Strummer. Well, we had a fantastic songwriting partnership and um, that went on for the whole time that we were working together, really. And he was like a very, very special lyricist. He was a very talented lyricist. He was like one of the best around, you know what I mean? And I sort of used to do mostly the music, but we were very close as a professional relationship. And finally for this week in 1990, it was the quote of gross. (laughs) Rod Stewart married New Zealand model Rachel Hunter in Beverly Hills. Rod said, I found the girl that I want. I won't be putting my banana in anybody's fruit bowl from now on. They split nine years later. Rod wasn't here. He did the right thing, stayed away. This was Rachel's moment, a chance to answer those who say the marriage won't last. A chance to answer those who say she was second choice. <laughs> and this wedding is no rebound either on anyone's part. You know, you know, it's an insult to me that everyone said that he had asked someone else to marry before me, so it's all not true. No rebound. (laughs) And that's a look at this week in music history. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Will we do another one next week or take a break before Christmas? I don't know. Watch this space. This week in music history, the podcast.